Hello and welcome everyone to episode 23 of the VGC Trainer School podcast, where we focus on the competitive side of Pokemon. Whether you are a ladder scholar or newcomer to VGC, we will help you learn. Class is in session. I am Jake, as always, and with me are two returning co-hosts that trekked all the way out to Portland, Oregon, and safely returned without contracting dysentery, Spicer and Tony. It is a pleasure to have you both back on. So, start with you, Spicer. What's up, man? How's it going? I gotta be honest, dude. I actually did have dysentery. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. That's probably explains the headache. But yeah. It's actually bad to be back, actually. Portland was awesome. I loved being there. It's beautiful. It was a easy decision. I got family out there anyway. So yeah. Had a great time. Nice. But yeah. Might I'm thinking about more, but we'll see. Very cool. And that, that's that's neat though, too, if you had some family out there that you go you were able to catch up with them or like stay with them or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Like a bedroom. So I'm like, okay, easy vacation. Nice. Well, yeah, we definitely want to dig into that. And uh, so let's turn it over to your compadre, Tony. What's up, man? How are you doing? I died of dysentery. Oh, man. Here <laughs> <Damn laughs> lies Shinobi. <laughs> um, no, it was cool. Like, Portland was really cool. The people there were really nice. I, unfortunately, did not have, I do not have family up there that I know of, at least. I stayed above the karaoke bar, so nobody there had talent. So fuck me. That's a bummer. Damn, we should have gone. Why didn't you hit me? Yeah, come on. Because everyone there sucked, and I did not want to be there. They ruined Scott Pilgrim's songs. That I sounds was... like the perfect place. I don't want to be outshined. I want to go. No, I they they ruined Scott Pilgrim's songs, and I was already upset. They did they did a uh, Black Sheep. They, oh, you know what? Whatever the metric. Song. Yeah, the metric song from Scott Pilgrim with with Brie Larson. It's actually really good. Yeah, that it's it's a you know what Scott. Aside from Pokemon, we have other interests, and uh, Scott Pilgrim's Nonsense. soundtrack is one of them. We could talk for hours about Scott Pilgrim's soundtrack, but no, it was fun in Portland. It was definitely you know the the community was really nice. Also, yeah, I think we met up with the people who are starting up the Portland, the Portland Pokemon scene. So that was cool. That is cool. Yeah, there were uh, some really cool guys. Uh, we'll be in contact. Nice. Well, thanks, guys, for coming <laughs> yep, on. I appreciate that. I want to talk more about about more, uh, more about Portland and what you uh, what you guys did out there because some uh, certainly some fun stories. Uh, me personally, you know, just getting ready for Hartford, so I will soon be in your shoes, being able to talk about my experience in uh, in Pokemon. I have taken a little bit of a break the last couple of days, which is maybe counterintuitive to what you would expect prior to going to a regional. But I feel like I'm going to be just grinding out, you know, session after session, after practice session, after whatever, that I just wanted a little, little mental break from, from Pokemon just for a couple of days, just to uh, watch everybody else. And then, and then showdown died. And it was like, this is great. You know, it just made it that much easier. So, but I'll be getting oh, back. So you already back had decided that. to, and then showdown went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a, a nice, you know, it was like showdown was looking out for me. You know, it's like, you don't yeah. even need to get on the ladder. Don't, don't even worry about it, bro. We got you. Yeah. I mean, for me, that was like kind of forced upon me and I kind of enjoyed it. It's one of those things where you don't want to burn yourself out right before, but you know you need to practice. Right. 
but like you also just really don't want to burn yourself out i i i want to play more i think watching the finals did that for me though oh yeah that that sort of thing always does that you know because you're just like oh man like there's a jump off in the finals <laughs> like i could i could no. cook something up too you know i will i want to tell this story so like it's just a quick story too of what happened when joe clicked fissure and like you know they have the noise canceling headphones out and it was on joe's screen and they saw him like going through Torquil's moves and then they saw him going towards fissure and the whole crowd was just like oh wow like super fucking loud and joe looked at the crowd like i fucking hear you guys it was it was pretty funny though just like the whole crowd just like lost their shit because they knew he was about to click fissure into the tatsugiri mm-hmm. and they're like oh my god this will like that would like win the game yeah i but, think even uh i think even cybertron like they were they were getting excited when they were casting it they're like oh my god he, he clicked fissure and then it's like because of the fact that like the fun thing about torco clicking fissure is it's always moving last, right? So it's like you have to. So like the tension builds with every turn, with every Pokemon move that passes within within that one turn. You're just like, is it gonna hit thirty percent chance? Come on, come on! But it missed. But it was still it was still fun. But it like ended up not mattering. But you know, it would have been it would have been a hype moment for sure. Not gonna I mean, lie, the, that would have been wild. Yeah, the people love Fissure. <laughs> Give them what they want. But they also hate it, which is like it, it's great entertainment, right? but you don't want to see it coming at you you know exactly yeah i mean i i think um i think it would have been fucking amazing to watch a fissure in the finals just land especially from the torkoal like something you never see run fissure except with joe only mm-hmm. joe runs that mm-hmm. um i think yeah that was great yeah yeah we, i think we can keep there going. I think there was a moment I had Ting Lu and somebody was like, oh, are you guys going to fissure each other to death? And I'm like, uh, no, I don't have fissure. And I was like, oh, boring. <laughs> yeah, and it also doesn't even work because you can't fissure after you've been fissured. So come on. Yeah, you don't understand. There's this thing where I'm not lucky, so I can't do that. Right. But yeah. Speaking of Joe and everything with Portland and whatnot, we want to get into it. So let's jump into the agenda of what we have ready for this podcast episode. Of course, we do have a little bit of news to get into just to keep you up to date with what's going on. But then ultimately, the topic for the day is Portland first and foremost, because both of you went. So I certainly want to get your accounts of it and then also jump into some of those top teams from the Portland regional but first, let's jump into the news. So, Tony, can you take this first one, please? Yeah. So, uh, the next seven-star raid has been announced. It is, I guess it's a Rock, Terra, Chestnut. It will run coming this coming weekend from May 12th from the 14th. You sound so excited. I'm so excited about it. I guess it's Rock, Terra. It's Rock, Terra, fucking Chestnut. They're just what everybody dreamed of. I don't know. I mean, I think all right. So it's a grass fighting type. Rock Terra does make sense because you then resist flying, you resist fire, you become neutral to fairy and psychic, and yeah. and you resist. No, you don't resist bug, even though it should. Rock should resist bug, but whatever. And unfortunately, you become weak to ground and steel and water and grass. Yeah. So, but like, 
fine. I mean, Chestnut's Chestnut. I do wonder, because the fact that Chestnut does have a stupid high defensive stat, and the meta is very physically oriented, obviously it's not going to be legal or anything, but I don't know. Maybe there's a world in which Chestnut does something. It's got, it gets spiky shield, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. Soundproof is a neat move, you know, because you can't. It's or no, ability. it's bulletproof. It's bulletproof, it, so it can't get hit by Shadow Ball. That's cool, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, bulletproof. Wow. If you Terra Steel, you wall flutter main. Fire. So, okay, so you steel. can yeah, so you can go fire. You can go. You can go steel. So then you're immune now to you Shadow Ball, and you. And but you you're st- rock. No, I'm saying that like, were we to make it? No, better. fuck rock. You're not. I don't. No, not yeah, you're not. This is this is not this is not a rock Terra Pokemon. But yeah, so so once once it, once it gets released, we'll have to do some testing in Showdown. Speaking of Showdown, this next one, please, Spicer. Showdown died. I got it Rip. fixed quick, and it was back up in two days. And the panic and chaos that happened uh, suggested that a lot of people should have taken that time to touch grass. Wow, that's, and that's, I know that's I a pretty harsh word from you, Spicer. I know. You Why would you say right that? Out, right out, coming at people, man. But yeah, their server um, died. They had to get it the, fixed. So yeah, glorious vacation. Some people really needed it. I don't know about you, but I did not touch grass when I found this out. Right. I, actually, I remembered I could play Zelda. The, oh yeah, Zelda is a game right now. Yeah. Well, like you, the the new one's coming out in three days, which is cool. Yeah. So I was putting off like defeating Ganon forever because I didn't want the game to end until I hundred percent it instead. So I'm like, I got to kill Ganon since the new one's coming out. But yeah, that's gonna that's certainly wild. going to sell a ton of copies. So I'm very very excited to see that. You know what else has sold a ton of copies? <laughs> Scarlet and Violet. Me. <laughs> uh, now sold over wow. 22 million copies worldwide at this point. After its launch, Sword and Shield had sold 17 million. So Scarlet and Violet has shown sold more than more five million more, which is pretty significant. Um, getting close to, I think, it's a gold and silver, uh, which was at 23 million copies worldwide, which is pretty cool. So, um, but the reason I want to include this is because it's like, it is kind of wild to see this game has done so well. And it really tr- shows with the growth of VGC. You know, we've just seen hundreds and hundreds of people more so playing VGC in Gen 9 than we've ever seen before in the history of the game so i just think that's really neat and it's it's kind of neat to uh to see that you know and be a part of it for sure yes <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <I concur. laughs> but anyway enough about news because i don't care about this as much as i do care about portland and what you guys did out there and how that all went so so yeah obviously first and foremost Congratulations to Joe winning the Portland Regional. And most importantly, which is really cool, defending his title uh, last win- last time Portland had a regional, he won there too. It's like that's that's really kind oh, nice. of a neat storyline. Um, I didn't I, I actually didn't know that at all. So yeah, it's that's pretty neat. So, you know, uh, we'll talk about his team and and you know, there's some of the top teams there in just a bit, but you guys were both there, so you know you went out, you you met up with each other, you played some games. So, yeah, just like kind of riff with me a little bit. How'd it go? What'd you guys get into? Um, we got into like three tournaments. Or well, I did. Shinobi didn't. 
like sign up in time for the premiere? No, I, I went to the side event tournaments. Oh yeah, did you get some cool stuff with your dice? Oh yeah, I got a pen. <laughs> I got two <laughs> dice. Everything everything cool was like three and up, and oh, the God. line was ridiculous. But um, no, it was fun. Like th- the first thing that always happens is uh, Spicer takes the worst picture and video of me ever to fucking come on camera. And he does it on purpose. He gets, he like waits at the bottom of the stairs and then he gets the worst angle of you. Yeah. Well, all that matters is that I looked good in it. I'm sorry. I wasn't looking for what you were doing. No, you just like played. What did you play? uh, What is love? You played what is love and recorded me watching. Oh yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, he dragged me. Yes, I, he, yes, he dragged me into uh, a pre-tourney that was weirdly organized. Yeah, that video was your uh, entrance, walking for the first time towards the regional. The the owner of the VGC Trainer School himself. Yeah. Um, then we <laughs> did the 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 pre the pre prep best of one tourney. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we actually met that's a plus one so that was kind of cool yeah Yeah. that was pretty cool yeah Um, really cool guy spicer beat him i have to say that i got lucky yeah i mean he he was really good though i definitely had like two crits and it was a best of one situation so there you go just just game we play take the win but yeah no it, it was other than that like after that it was just like okay let's just go to the hotel we've been on planes forever uh yeah, but because uh plus one and I like bubbled, we we got the same score right. We both went three one in that like practice tourney, so I figured uh I didn't really deserve like five dice. He only got one, and I thought you know it was just sportsmanship. I didn't really care. I gave him two of my dice, and I still had three, which is all I wanted for a high dragon plushie that I got. I think I forgot to get mine. I'm not gonna lie. I I wanted to go home or go to the hotel. He uh, also gave me some good advice on uh, my team for the whole regional. I adjusted the next day. That's cool. So, but yeah. so you, you guys, you get like those those best of one, those those best of threes. Did you have to sign up to, for those ahead of time, or were you able to just like sign up when you were there? Uh, you sign up when you're there. It was also okay. closed team sheet. Yeah, yeah, that's also way different. Uh, so to everybody's like surprise, yeah, it was best of one like closed team sheet, but I guess that like makes sense because it's hard to organize like attorney like quickly. That's open team sheet. I was almost regretting entering because I didn't realize it was like that, and I wanted different kind of practice. But it was a really good time, and so I did okay, I guess. You know, I got like second place with resistance. That's great. Yeah, no, three one. Spencer did really good. That's, yeah, uh, one three that's out of great. four whole games. I think I lost to. It's because I lost to the guy who went uh, first, who was like this guy Sloth. He's pretty pretty cool local Portlander, and he was running a Sandstorm team. Pretty off meta. So that's cool. Yeah. Titar just kind of owns everything. Yeah, there was a lot of Titar this weekend. I will say that. He had Lumberry Titar. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, so then the actual so then the actual day comes obviously you know portland regional and whatnot how did your individual rounds you know round around go for you guys round one for me was it was better than round one at san diego for sure because i didn't play maluka i didn't play any pros 
the guy I played had an Orthworm team. Um, we got to game three, and game three, I made a huge mistake that I realized as soon as I got done clicking the teams, where I feel like Showdown spoiled me, where I could go back if they didn't finish clicking, you know, choosing their team. Oh, yeah, that happens to me, too. Yeah, so that that's definitely one of the things I still need to work on. Uh, but other than that, I, I was winning for a bit, and then I got, like, two losses in a row, and then I was like, ah, that's it. Like, I, I ran into a good player who top cut San Diego. He was pretty cool. Like, he had Terrifier, Azu, and um, Pal Knight. Uh, yeah, I, I, he told me I put pressure on him with Gothitelle, so that was that was cool. Then the game after that was uh, just the thing I didn't want to play at all, which was a uh, speed booster flutter. And it was like the one thing where I was like, if I run into this, that's going to be it. And sure enough, it was like the thing that kept me out of day two. And then after that, I like I kind of tilt. I'm not going to lie. I was just like, oh, this sucks. Notable people, I played Moxie, uh, which was a really good game, but it was one of my losses. We went to game three, and I think if I... I think he just had some pretty great reads, to be honest, game three, and I think it it was a solid match. Yeah. Uh, I think my team probably had an advantage against his because I usually beat Lamora stall teams with uh, the Misty Terrain Screamtail I was running. That's really cool that you were that you met multiple content creators, though. Like that's that's yeah. the one thing that I'm looking forward to being able to you know talk to or like maybe meet some people like that that I've been you know, watching their their videos or their streams for a while now was it yeah, fun to well, talk to I them? Know, like, uh, did you actually get into any of that kind of stuff or was it just like hey we're just talking about monska type thing uh yeah well i know nino was looking forward to meeting you he asked about you i was like yo man how's it going and you know he's like how's beer doing is he here where's he at oh, oh man. nino or, yeah no, no, he's like... Jake. i think you might have said no, he said beer? No, he was like, where's Pokemon? Nino, yeah. first of all, is a really uh, be happy guy. So he was like always like super like hyped whenever we saw him. He was like, oh, I was like, oh, dude, you're yeah. Nino, right? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, dude, you were on our podcast. You know, we're the VGC trainer school. <laughs> and then like the first thing he was like, oh, where's Pokemon and beer at? Yeah. Yeah, I guess he knows he has beer too. As I always accidentally call you beer. Still, <laughs> yeah, that's like that. That's my that's my Twitch handle. That's what he knows <laughs> it, was, it was pretty great. That's cool. And he was just like, "Oh, where's Pokemon and beer at? I don't know where he is." And it's like, "Oh, you couldn't make it. It's too far for him." And he's like, "Oh, that sucks." And then like every time we like kind of cross paths, like, "Oh," it was like we were pretty close <laughs> at the table sometimes. And he's like. I forgot. I was playing someone. He's like, "Oh, take it easy on my boy." I was like, "Oh, it's it's a Nino still. I'm I'm still seeing him." Yeah, we're not, I asked we're not him, doing too great. I asked him on uh, Sunday as where you know uh, if he was doing the premiere challenge because I know he started in it. But he's like, "No, nah, I gotta go. I got dinner with my wife and stuff, and or something like that." Because he was one of the people who like the premiere challenge was taking too long for, and I don't blame them. It was like so drawn out for. A, best of one game with like a really long time between rounds cool so then so then you guys did you you both stayed for day two like to to be part of the crowd to watch some of the top matches uh Uh, yeah i definitely stayed for the premiere challenge thing premier cup 
Yeah. Um, I definitely stayed as long as I could for Spicer because he was like, <laughs> just stay until I'm done with the premiere chat. By the way, Spicer's not like giving himself enough credit right now, so I'm going to have to do it. Uh, Spicer you. did fucking great, first of all. Woo. Like, yeah, no, Spicer was just wrecking everyone. I think you, we played you each other. You flinched me to death when we played in San Diego. Yeah, I did. You're like mean, an octitar. At, le- at least I didn't endeavor you to death. Endeavor. <laughs> endeavor. <laughs> endeavor. Endeavor. Shut up. Whatever. <laughs> That's why I don't use that move anymore because you guys correct me. And like if I ever just like get an into it like an interview for winning because you know I'm just great. No, I'm lying. I'm just giving myself dreams. Um and you need to use endeavor and endure. I, I just endeavored him to death and then they'll just like look at me and then they'll just be like, ah, oh, he's stupid. <laughs> um no, but Spicer did really great. You know, he he was like the whole time. I think I was already at two and he only had one loss until like the very end. Also, uh, well, uh, yeah, I went five two. Yeah, you went five two. Um, and then at the premiere challenge, what you got top 16. You were like number 14, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, I was number 14. Yeah. Nice. And you, and you played like some big names. So out of 128. Oh, wow. Uh, That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like, played it. Played Andrew Brock and or no, sorry, I just confused two names. Aaron Brock, Aaron Brock and Andrew Ding, <laughs> but uh, they were they were cool. I got uh, I got maybe a little bit more luck than them in the best of ones. For some reason, I just do better in best of ones. It's a it's a problem, but um, yeah, it seems like a, it seems like a blessing or a skill to me. I know, but I just wish it would translate to best of threes. I maybe like my adjustments aren't like at the top of their game yet. But yeah, the team felt pretty good. Um, I had been messing with Howl, Screamtail, and even Assault Vest, Cerulege for a while. And then I kind of gave up on it because I didn't take it like seriously enough. And I saw Jack playing it to success and on the showdown ladder, and I was inspired. I was like, you know what? This was the, the he and he had Misty Terrain on his Screamtail, which I loved. And so it's just been a, a really fun team for me which is uh, the main reason I'm using it probably. And uh, yeah, but there's definitely some things I would change about uh, what I brought to some things I would adjust in going forward. I mean, definitely this regional showed like what changes need to be made to like the teams that I played at least. I don't know about Spicer. Oh, and how too. Feels. Like, I kept it, changing my six party member like throughout it. <laughs> I feel better about this regional than I did San Diego for sure. Cause I, I, in San Diego, what we started losing at the very beginning and it was just like, really, <laughs> it was really upsetting. And then this one, it was like round one, I messed up because I knew I messed up. And then I like recovered from that really quickly. And I just kept battling and I just kept, I, I was winning for a bit after that. And I was like, cool. And then, um, yeah, so it's definitely, I wish I didn't change the Terra to my Iron Jugulus. Yes, I brought Iron Jugulus. I respect I, it. I was expecting something else. There was a lot less balance than I was hoping for. Yeah, it seems to certainly be the 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 talk of the tournament from at least from the some of the top teams we're looking at. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I, you I went with steel jugs, right? And you yeah thought you should have gone with some fire jugs, right? Yeah, no, I, I definitely. Wish I would have kept the Terrifier. 
Like even the game that I lost that I really didn't want to play, Terrifier Jugs would have just annihilated. But I went Terra Steel, so the Chiyu took out my Jugulus after Terra Steel because yeah, I, had, probably I had nothing a lot of else those. I could do. But yeah, so maybe maybe if I end up going to Fresno, that's what I'll do. And nice. uh, hope I do better. But it, it, I, I didn't feel too bad about losing this time. Like last time it was like, oh, it sucked. And it was draining because it was a 12-hour day playing Mons. But yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, massive congratulations to both of you guys. I mean, the fact that you were able to go out, talk to a bunch of people, make some connections, but also perform really well. Like, that's great. So I'm very happy yeah. for both of you. That's, I that's, had a like, good that's time the way to do it, you know? You know, I just like uh, meeting everybody, you know, like to meet people who are nerds about you know the same thing i'm a nerd about yeah that's always good i do want to say friendship there were people that knew who we were not like us as people but just like the vgc trainer school and i thought that was the coolest thing ever tournaments are great okay massive let me let you guys in on something so i was told by like those portland dudes that they all thought that somebody in portland like a local um event organizer made the paul and puff portland event we hosted Oh really? I didn't even yeah. know that. Really? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, they told me that we were hanging out on uh, Monday. The next day, me and the Portland dudes just still uh, talking about our teams and shit, hanging out, and uh, yeah, they yeah, apparently they all were like confused as to who hosted the tournament, and then they so a lot of Portlanders heard of the VGC Trainer School because nice. they saw us on Limitless and had the name recognition. Yeah, I think uh, we were talking to someone while Spicer was charging a switch, and it was like uh, it was someone asking about like, oh, like how long have you guys been doing this and whatever, and then they're like, oh, like you know, what do you, how do you, what do you do? I was like, oh yeah, I own the VGC Trainer School. And he's like, oh, I've heard of that before. I was like, yeah, and then I like told him about the podcast. And he's like, oh, where's the podcast on? I was like, oh, it's on Spotify. Go ahead, listen to it, listen to it. Be our yeah. fans, be our friends. Yeah. Yeah, there was this guy. He was like, "I got an idea for uh, your next episode. Oh, what is it? It was something for Hartford. Heavy. He's like Heavy Slam Hartford. That's what you should call the next one, man." And uh, yeah, he's it. A, his name was uh, Cody, and I guess he's like a well-known rollerblader too. But he's a another one of the local dudes who go to the their locals. Well, shout yeah. out to the Portland guys. Shout out Portland to Cody dudes. and Sloth. Yeah, for <laughs> okay. sure. Very cool. Awesome. Well, do you guys want to shift gears and talk about some of these top teams from the regional? Let's do it. All right. So let's look at these top teams from Portland. We're going to go from the top down, actually, and start with Joe's team coming in first place with the first of three weathers that we saw. Like first... Hard weather, I guess, like weather setter, we'll say. So Joe brought a fun uh, Fluttermane, Jumpluff, Torkoal, Chen Pao, Great Tusk, and King Gambit. So one thing I'm just going to get out of the way first off is that all eight teams brought Fluttermane. So let's see what other 40 Pokemon they brought. Uh, so this this first team, like the, the Sun team, this looks pretty fun. I mean, it kind of, yeah. you know, using Jumpluff instead of Lilligant. 
that's cool. He, uh, right. Fun King Gambit set is Terrifier. What do you get? What do you think, uh, Spicer? We'll start with you. I absolutely hate this team. Like, just because <laughs> I'm gonna hate to play against it. Yeah, I mean, it's a great team. It's brilliant. Like, it seems like it just makes so much sense when you look at the pieces. Like, they just fit. It's very efficient, like hyper offensive strategy, and that jump bluff is so annoying. It's brilliant. The eject pack set, the Torkoal set, really makes it come together. Yeah, the Torkoal set is very fun. It's like kind of supportive, but also at the same time does deal a lot of damage. So it's eject pack with Terra flying, so it can sit in front of those EQs either from the opposing ground types or from its partner, Great Tusk. And then it's got overheat. That way, you know, the eject pack will just send it out after it already set up sun. It's got helping hand, fissure, and protect. So, like, it doesn't necessarily want to be in trick room. It's kind of just, I want to set sun. I want to help you guys once you're in sun. And then I want to get out. That way, everybody else can can do big damage, whether it's the Flutter Main or the Great Tusk or something. This is a very cool yeah. Torkoal set. I, I like the very supportive Torkoals, personally. Uh, the Fissure just seem, makes sense with the Overheat, because normally you're just going to click that a lot anyway, and you always have a win con. Yeah. The Helping Hand is so supportive for the King Gambit and like the fast things on your team. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I, I love Jump Bluff. It, I'm not going to lie. So, like, Besides Drafferig, Jump Puff was my, one of my favorites from Gen 2. It's just like that, like yeah. hidden, my hidden little gem that I never talked about. Yeah, I feel the same. That was like my I, sleep powder. It, it's just so good. Like it, you know what? You know what's crazy is this is a bulky Jump Puff too. Like Jump Puff could take some hits. I think Terra Water was interesting. I don't. I don't know the reasoning, but like I don't need to know. Because it, it just worked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, though, I mean, the team all together. Like, I've seen Torkoal eject pack as like a as a quick way to get sun and swap something in. Uh, the first time I've ever seen it was like on a someone trying to do spicy extract dragapult. So it was like Torkoal would uh, set up the sun and then overheat to switch in the dragapult, and the next turn, you know, Skull Villain will. Spicy extract Dragapult, and that it, then Dragapult would just Dragon Darts. It'll be like Bandit or something. Not only that, but the Terrifier on the Great Tusk, I think that's also a really good call. The one thing that I do notice about this is uh, Fisher Torkoal, I, I think it's like, it's so bold. It's a bold move. And I think Taunt on Chen Pao is also really good. Yeah, I think that definitely breaks the, you know, the four slot syndrome where it's like, it's Yo. not. I didn't even notice it had taunt until yeah. just like yeah. I I missed some of the finals because I was playing the premier challenge and I was like watching from a distance like everybody's standing in front of the screens but I was standing there I was like right in the front um but yeah no taunt on Chen Pao I think is smart like it it gives it more of that uh supportive role where it Amoongus means nothing at this point Jumpluff just walled uh Dozo like it did in the finals this whole team gives off a pressure where it's like, yeah. It, and, and they showed that it didn't need sun. Like jump Puff would lead with a uh, great tusk. Um, yeah, it's got tailwind control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It has tailwind has encore sleep powder. It puts you in a really tough spot. You know, jump Puff's a little bit faster than Lilligant too. So it's like, 
it's actually fast on its, it's own. much faster i mean it's because lily I think it's 90 base and uh, jump club is something. 110 yeah so it's like it could actually work without the sun like you could do an infiltrator yeah. set if you mm-hmm. really wanted to but don't do it um <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, the the team just works all around. And then he won the victory road the week before. So it's like he already knew what he was doing. Like he just, I think the I, victory, rolled, row, victory road sold it for him. And it was just like, this is it. Like, this is the team. I don't know about infiltrator jump left, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I just said, don't do that. Don't. Okay. That is horrible advice. Don't do it. Okay. But I do. As long as we're clear. Do not condone that. Solid. Also. Joe running a ruin after not running ruins. Just it, it just made it a winner. That's what it that's what it took. Some of the other things that I think are really cool on this King Gambit with the Terra Fire and Terra Blast in the sun. Like that's yeah. that's good synergy, you know, to have like mm-hmm. that super boosted fire attack. Then you have Jump Pluff with mm-hmm. Leaf Storm, Sleep Powder, Encore, and Tailwind. Leaf Storm is very cool in that because if you're facing those unaware dozos, you're still hitting for that max damage on Leaf Storm with 130 base power because your Spatak drops are not recognized, which is neat. Encore always mm-hmm. is just like you can win games with Encore alone. And the fact that it's, I think it's the fastest Tailwind user that's not priority. Of course, you know, outside of not full health Talonflame. So Jump mm-hmm. is great, is great with that. And then, yeah, the, the Fire Terra on Great Tusk is really cool. That way you can avoid some of those burns if you want to set it. And then Choice Specs Fluttermane. This is just a very kind of similar to, in a way, you know, Semper's team when, when he won yeah. Vancouver, where it's like that fast Sun team that's able to do a lot of damage. And then you have something like King Gambit in the back that's able to mm-hmm. help out. You have multiple forms of priority with two Sucker Punch users. It's It's... Like you said, yeah. Spicer, it's it's a very, very well-constructed team. And so. uh, it's not even easy to pilot either because not anybody can like sucker punch well, to be honest. it's I like that move a lot. Mm-hmm. I do want to say, like, I, I ran into Joe and I was like, oh, you're Joe, right? Like, you know, trying to like, obviously, I know who the fuck <laughs> you're, you are. You're, you're him. You're him. You're, you're Joe. <laughs> you're giving your all. No. <laughs> you're Mr. X9. But yeah, I, I ran into him and I was like, dude, you're Joe, right? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, cool. Like, you know, you know, we're friends with Sempra, you know, and Sempra's told us about you. And, you know, I just wanted to say, like, you know, just like say hi and shit. And um, <laughs> yeah, and he was like, oh, you know Sempra? I was like, yeah, we know Sempra. I fucking called him winning. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they team built together. So he was like, yeah, I messaged Semper right before and like had him like double check the team or like not double check the team. But he's like, yeah, I showed him the team right before this. And I was like, oh, that's dope. And I was just like, damn, we should be friends. So then I can win the next one. (laughs) There you go. It just keeps passing from one person to the next. I I, I didn't get to that point. Like, but I was just like in my head, I was like, be my fucking friend. (laughs) So the oh, only okay. things that with the tailwind faster than jump up are kill a watchroll, Noivern, and Roaring Moon Talonflame. All right, the Roaring Moon, yeah, I I forgot about that one, but the other two aren't. Yeah, as it's because he anymore. didn't count back then when those were better. Yeah, that's a good call though. But yeah, I, this shout is, out to Joe. Shout out to Joe. 
congrats on, on getting the win third time the charm the fact that you were into being finals of three straight regionals is insane so like that's you know that's massive kudos you know I, I, I do think that, like, because when I was in the crowd, everyone was voting, like, hoping, you know, the underdog would win. And this is the one time I was like, no, Joe kind of deserves this. Like, he, he's he been working his ass off and, like, you know, yeah. always just almost being there. And it's like, yeah, the underdog is cool a lot of the times. But it's like, I Joe was the underdog in my head. Like, right. You know, it's just like, you got to win this. That's why he won. Yeah. And, and like, I think everyone manifested it for him. And like actually watching the finals too, it, it had to go to game three, which is always going to be exciting. But then in game three, I was actually pretty surprised that Joe was able to come back from getting some not too favorable yeah. of, of RNG going against him, yeah. like missing, I think either like one or two sleep powders. And there was like a critical hit that didn't, that, that he had to eat uh, at one point. I think so he missed like a leaf storm on a one. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. He missed, he missed leaf storm on the, on the Chi Yu. And uh, was still able to pull it out, which is again massive kudos to to you when not even RNG is going your way, and yet you're still able to claw back and and make a pretty decisive game three win. And yeah. so Joe defeated Ding Zishuo. I apologize. In the finals, rocking Fluttermane, Glamora, Chiyu, Bundle, Tatsugiri, and Don Dozo. Dondozo getting back to yet another finals. This big fish just will not go away. So kind of similar to uh, last team where there was multiple fire terrors. This one has multiple grass terrors. But uh, we'll start with you, Tony. What uh, Anything about this team stick out to you? So when I was in the crowd watching, uh, I guess I played. I was standing next to a guy who played him. And he's like, yeah, it's like his first time playing regionals. I guess he came here uh, with a bunch of his friends. They're all from China and they're all running the same team. And he's like, he was talking about how well the uh, D really positioned his teams, his mons like during battles. So I think that does like with any Dozo team, you really have to worry about positioning. And uh, I think the team is good. I think there was a, Joe had a lot in his favor at the same time. Like, I don't know if bringing Dozo was the right answer. Also, I really wanted, I think everyone was like wondering why he didn't tear the Glamour in the beginning. Yeah, and it just ate a fat, fat earthquake. Yeah, it, from, it, from Great Tusk. And it, and it, it's not that so it just fat. happened once, it happened so twice. Fat. It was the first round and the third round that it yes. happened. Yeah. And it was just like, I was wondering, I was like, you, wouldn't you just power like terror grass and then power gem? That was like in my head at least. It was just like you would terror grass and power gem the great tusk, and then you'd be in a much better position than you were before. But I wonder if he was just worried about maybe the Torkoal coming back at the end. But I, I feel like he would have still had a better chance. I do think, especially for being his first regional, I think he played really well though. Yeah, uh, getting the finals your first regional, that's insane. Yeah, yeah wow. It's a trend. It's a trend. true, true, true. Um, but yeah, I, I think the team overall is like it's still solid. Like everyone knows about the the Dozo Glim sets. Um, you know, you have Dozo Tatsugiri in the back. Uh, I think he really positioned the Tatsugiri well. I think he played that like way better than I would ever expect. You know, like the Terra Steel winning the second round was like insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's a solid team. 
nothing really sticks out to me too, too much. Like, you know, it's the Terra Ice Iron Bundle. You have the Terra Ghost Chi Yu with Protect Heat Wave over Heat and Dark Pulse. You know, I think it's a bulky letter set. I'm pretty sure it is. You know, the Glamora with the, the Soul Vest Glamora set. I personally like Sash, but since the Sash is already taken, I understand. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Don Dozo is just Don Dozo, the Terra Grass Wave Crash Oblivious. I do want to point out Oblivious over Unaware. And I think that's a good call in this current meta because you can't be intimidated, which is always nice, especially with as much Palance as was running around. You know, Oblivious seems like it would have been the better set. I do want to point out the time that Joe taunted the Dondozo, and it's like he totally forgot that it was Oblivious. Uh, th- th- I oh. think I think the OTS definitely That's funny. It changes a little bit, but I, I remember he taunted it, and then it was like, Dondozo is Oblivious. It didn't work. And he was just like, he like threw the chair back and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he did think that the team is pretty standard in every way besides the oblivious yeah i think that's that's definitely the, the big one that that stands out it's kind of the combination of two solid cores where glamora meets both of them that's a good way to put it because the the powerhouse special attackers of bundle chiyu and fluttermane i mean obviously glamora fits into that because it's going to get good speed control and then it's going to get the special defense drops because of chiyu and then just of course with flutter it you know, pairs pretty well. But then also you get Mortal Spin, which really benefits Don Dozo as it's able to just sort of sit there, protect as your poison damage starts to rack up. And then those wave crashes, EQs, and Terra Blasts start to do a lot more damage. Yeah, this is like a solid arch type that everybody knows, but is still good. Doesn't matter what you're mm-hmm. playing. And he probably just practiced well and he knew how to position well. Yep. I mean, did you see his game with Nails? He played him like that game was amazing like it was like so scary but so well played at the same time you know nails was stuck into the freeze dry he terra iced the iron bundle so it didn't get the super effective damage but it still got one shot and it was just like it was like a big back and forth he definitely does know how to position well so in the third place slot we have ofomezi who brought fluttermane amungus Murkrow, Gyarados, Great Tusk, and Goldango. This looks like a rather standard team in a way, but that Murkrow does stand out. It's your fairly standard Murkrow set at this point with Tailwind, Sunny Day, Haze, Foul Play. This one is Eviolite instead of like a Focus Sash or something like that with the Terra type Ghost. And with all of that support, it's able to benefit the Great Tusk, the Fluttermane, and the Goldango, setting that Sun, setting that Tailwind, and then you have the Amoongus and the Gyarados as your support mons with also a lot of bulk and beef to them. Pretty fun-looking team. The Gyarados is kind of like an offensive support almost with like Waterfall, Thunder Wave, and Taunt, but then also Terra-type Flying and Terra Blasts with Lumberry. So it's like, I'd be very curious on what the EV spread on that looks like to be able to do... Mm-hmm. Pretty good damage, but also at the same time, live long enough to be able to dish out those Thunder Waves and Taunts as needed. And mm-hmm. of course, Pollen Puff, Amoongus to support everything else. It's yeah, a pretty like neat that. team. I think uh, sometimes people want to be just fast enough to outspeed Palafin with like a low amount of speed, but otherwise, I don't know. This game was wild, too. I think he played uh, he played Joshi. I don't know how to say his first name. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to try. 
Um, but yeah, he played Joshi. And it was like a wild game. I think what won him the game was he he was terror ground tusk and he crit the Mungus. And the Mungus just it was a one shot from full health and it was insane. Wow. I, I like this team. You know, it's the self-setting sun. So you always have a and you have Great Tusk and Flutter to abuse that. And with the Terra flying Gyarados, you could still work Gyarados in the sun. Correct. So that's yep. always really cool. Yeah, it's it's a pretty standard self-setting sun team. I do like the bulky Goldango with the uh, leftovers. But yeah, I mean, it's solid. Like it's, I, I like I like a team like this because it does really well against Amoongus, and Amoongus is so centralizing at this point because you have Goldango, you have Lumberry, and then you have your own Amoongus. So, plus you know Taunt on Gyarados in addition to Taunt, so mm-hmm. it's able to maneuver around Amoongus pretty well, and then just have the big damage users in Great Tusk and Fluttermane not necessarily need to worry about using protect because there's a bunch of other different ways to deal with Amoongus. There was one game that Ofmezi had on stream. I believe it was against Joe, but they had brought Amoongus, Murkrow, Great Tusk, and Fluttermane. And Joe was able to take out the Great Tusk and the Fluttermane and really focus on those. And then was able to basically just win the game from there because that is sort of the downside when you bring when you have a Merker on your team. Outside of foul play, it's not doing too much damage. So if the if your back you know sweepers aren't able to take advantage of the sun or the tailwind that you've set, and you're able to just really focus on that Merkro or like everything else basically around it and and force it to be the one to attack, Gyarados and Amoongus aren't dealing enough damage to really be able to bring back a game. So. As one of those sort of you know double-edged swords that you're sort of working with if you run something like that but obviously they performed well enough and i haven't used yet i don't know why but great tusk terra type ground eq just sounds like so much damage especially when you put it when you activate Brotosynthesis in the sun that sounds like a lot of fun exactly i was about to say it's scarf tusk yeah but cool. Uh, we mentioned it before, but I think this is kind of the team of the tournament that like really, really stuck out. Nails team or uh, Nick Navarre brought King Gambit, Dragonite, Obama Snow, Great Tusk, Iron Bundle, and Fluttermane. But the big thing is it's not Booster Bundle, it's not Focus Sash Bundle or Covert Cloak, it's Choice Specs Iron Bundle. With Hydro Pump, Freeze Dry, Sleep Talk, and Blizzard. And then, of course, Aurora Veil with Obama Snow. This is a very, very cool adaptation to weather. Because some people are trying to run Aurora Veil on the Iron Bundle with Booster Energy. That way you always get it to go, you know, get it set up because you're going so fast or... You know, maybe you put a, the Aurora Veil on the Obama Snow and you just have like a more standard Iron Bundle set. But Choice Specs, Terra Type, Ice, Blizzard in the snow, that's doing a lot of damage. I think there was one, I think Swamp was actually using this team and it did like 68, 70% to a Torkoal or something like that, which I know has low yeah. special defense, but like 
That's insane. That is insane damage coming out of Iron Bundle. I mean, it's not only just yeah. the Iron Bundle. It's the Dragonite had Facade and Terra Normal, which I thought was cool. Just yes. because like there's so much Will-O-Wisp, it's like it's like who needs a lumberry? I'm just gonna I'm gonna use what you did to me. Yeah, and go I'm ahead, gonna burn hurt me. you. See what burn happens. me, I dare you. And <laughs> yeah. definitely, you know, he played really well. I, I I really liked Dale's team. I know a bunch of people were rooting for him. I was rooting for him. I'm not even gonna lie. I was just like, this team is insane. I think it seems like you just root for everybody, don't you? I root for everyone. <laughs> you just want them all to win. No, uh, Nails, I actually saw him right after, and I was like, dude, I was rooting for you. I think you have a really cool team. He's like, oh, thanks. Uh, Nails is very, uh, he doesn't talk too much, but like I could tell there was like a deep, full hour conversation in that small two word <laughs> sentence. <laughs> it was for sure there. He, he doesn't know it, but I do. I do want, I, I do think the team is interesting. You know, I'm, I'm never a fan of, the three choice items but i mean if you know how to use it you know how to use it you know right yeah it was I, choice I, band dragonite with multi-scale the dragonite's really cool you brought up the facade with terra normal also aqua jet and outrage along with extreme speed the aqua jet's yeah. really cool yeah makes sense Fluttermain. i mean Fluttermain, she you arcanine if you're able to get in without being intimidated yeah, I mean, all, and then you have Great Tusk, too. Like, there's a ton of things that physical water damage does a lot, a lot of damage, too. I do want to say this team is bold. This team has no fears. There is only one mom to <laughs> protect. This is a Spicer team if I've ever seen one. There's like, no. There is, like, no I don't protects. usually go this hyper events, like, with three choice items, but no, it no, makes no, sense but, on this team. No, you just had no protects, just like this no, team. That is not always true. <laughs> It's not it's always. Like, it's three choice items, and then it's, it's assault a phase I have in, in my team building. It's like not the, the final the, product. The Obama Snow doesn't have protect in its, its sash. Yeah, and only the Flutter has protect. But with the the Flutter seems like a fairly standard set. I mean, you know, compared to the rest, you of the have team, it's AV like, and three choice items. Like, how do you have it on the on the Obama Snow at least? But no, it's Helping Hand, Aurora Veil, Leaf Storm, and Blizzard. I think it's a wild set. It's probably just like max speed, max special attack, oh, I'm assuming. Perfect. You gotta have both stabs. You gotta have Helping Hand and Aurora Veil. Well, if you think yeah. about it, I mean... No room for Protect. It, there's, no, there's no Light Clay on the Aurora Veil set yeah. for Obama Snow, right? Because we already established that it's Focus Sash. So just as we say with Trick Room teams that don't run Protect, you know, because you're wasting a turn... Kind of the same situation here. It's like, why would you protect when you are already going to be mitigating so much damage because of the double screens that Aurora Veil gives you? I think it's yeah. just yeah. so much damage output. Like, yeah, you only need the Aurora Veil, and your and the team's job is to get is to finish the game before the Aurora Veil is gone. Correct. So it's like you know you got the specs coming from iron bundle it's probably special attack boosted fluttermane i honestly don't know i don't remember but then you know king gambit's just disgustingly strong for no reason for many good reasons but you know it was pissing me off for a while you know you got a dragonite with a choice band and if they have a chin pow i mean that that's game like you just abuse their chin pow it's like i'll keep you alive so i can kill you yeah I like Outrage on Dragonite because outside of Flutter and like Screamtail, it does not, so much. There's not too much fairy in the meta, which is actually kind of surprising. So it's like 
if you can avoid a flutter main or something like that, outrage is doing a ton, you know, and it's kind of like it's just free damage, especially since there's a lot of redirection out there. So it's like, sure, go ahead, Mungus, eat this outrage if you really want to. Yeah, I like it with choice band. Yeah. And nails always makes it really good team. So it's like whenever you see nails, it's just like some, you know, that's going to be the next team someone's going to use. So yeah, some of the other teams that we have here in the top eight that we won't be able to get to. There was a fun team from Navjeet Joshi who ran a uh, scream tail with Annihilate with no mouse hold. We had a sand team from Landul who had obviously the Lycanroc and the Titar along with Garchomp and Corviknight. And then down at the bottom, which is very interesting, and I kind of want to touch on this. Here's the first Palafins that we see at seven and eight from Raphael Bagara and, and Caleb Rior. So like seven, yeah. But like the fact that it took all the way until seven and eight to see Palance, basically, whereas that was all there was. It was like all over the place in the most recent regional. It's interesting to see how the meta shifted. Right, that it's like okay, if we're, there's going to be a lot of palafin, then we're going to change it up, and we're going to try something different. We're going to go, we're going to go back to weather. We're going to bring out, you know, Murkrow again. We're going to try Tailwind. We're going to avoid using the palafin because everybody's going to try and beat palants. Like you even said, Tony. Like, oh, I thought there was going to be more palants, but there really wasn't. So it makes me yeah. think. Like, I have. I've even I'm even more in the dark than I've ever been about what I'm going to possibly see at Hartford because yeah the meta just continues to well, shift and shift. If you look top. at every team above those palaces is a counter to palance or multiple like the on top you've got like snow like okay five of the teams four of them have bundled right which yep. wasn't very popular before recently. But now it's very popular because it's freeze-drying the Palafins. And the other teams that don't have bundle on them, there's Gyarados, Amoongus, and then there's a Sun team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody everybody text for it, and then they all sort of just found their way to the top because exactly. they had to defeat a bunch of Palafins on the way. I mean, looking at the top 128, there were oh. 23 Palafins in the top 128, which is still pretty significant, but that's... Well done down on the lists below Fluttermane, Amoongus, Iron Bundle, Chi Yu. Even Gyarados is higher than Palafin, which we certainly wouldn't have seen otherwise. So it's kind of wild to to see how how it shifts so quickly. But uh, you're like underselling it, man. Like out of the top 150, I right now I'm like up at up back at like 10. There's 12 Palance teams in the top 150, whatever. You know, the what is it? 141? I don't know. 10% is still relatively significant, but still, it's 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 down from what it was. Yeah, there's like all the other teams are just like some wild combinations. So it's like there's a lot of Gyarados. Uh, There's a few Armorers, which is kind of surprising. Mm. But yeah, Palance, it feels like it's dying off completely. Like, I can't say that. I mean, it's not okay. So it's not dying off, but it's definitely. You said dying off completely. Okay, yeah, I take that <laughs> part back. You can you can cut, cut that, that out. out. You can leave it in. Doesn't matter. Uh, Palance is definitely being adapted to. Yes, I will um, agree to that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely like either 
And it's one of those things where it's like either everyone knows that it's adapting to it. So nobody else wants to run it or they're just afraid to run it because they know everyone else is adapting to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I don't know which one of the two it is, or if it's just like that, just, like, uh, that I want to break the meta. I, I, it, or, it warped the meta, it made it, and then it the meta adapted to it. And as soon as everybody stops running Palafin, it's going to be good again. Yep, that's how it always happens. So we will certainly see how that all plays out as the next regional is right around the corner. But uh, thanks, guys. I think that that's the podcast. You'll be there. You'll win. You are you are a thrill. <laughs> no, I'm just going to have fun. We have to go, and uh, that's what the winners always say. By the way, um, no, I'm literally just going because I'm just like, oh yeah, I've, you know, never been to one, so it'll be a good time. I yeah. don't want to. I don't want to add any more pressure beyond that. So well, let's read the emails. <laughs> uh, there are no emails. Glitch. Much sad. Glitch. Uh, but that's okay um, because anymore. You just in the server and you tell us what's up. <laughs> so Glitch. if. Uh, if you are interested in letting us know, please um please let us know what has what is a a team that you are interested in in playing. Maybe one of these of these top teams that you're you know interested in trying out. I'd be curious to see how that's going, or really just you know anything you want to talk about. We are certainly yeah. What do you think is the secret sauce? DM it to me. Yeah, you know <laughs> what? Send it to us, and we will review it, and we might bring it if you, you like know the sauce. You if go. you're secretly a pro player, just reach out and just get on the podcast. And with that, Stop yeah, before we, before we get into trouble, <laughs> uh, we will say our goodbyes. So we'll start with you, Spicer. Goodbye. And Tony. Hasta la fuego. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Class dismissed. Right, so that was a weak-ass goodbye. I just want to say. The, it was the what you don't expect. <laughs>